You are listening to Present Truth Ministries Radio, telling the world that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Hey everyone, may the Lord richly bless you. Uh, This is our episode, live episode of PTM Contender, and we're also recording PTM Radio, that'll be released on audio through uh, uh, iTunes and through SoundCloud and on our website as well at ptmradio.com. And so thank you for watching with us now. Thank you for listening in as well. Uh, We're going to continue on the subject of what is the message. This is part nine of what is the message, and we're continuing, kind of uh, finishing up our portion of study on the seven thunders. So I want to read that scripture uh, once again, and I want to begin to read a few quotes and kind of wrap things up about this portion of our subject. So um, uh, one of the (laughs) brothers teased me last week. He said, you said you were going 30 minutes, and it ended up being 40. Well, that's that's sometimes the, uh, the problem with us preachers. We have an estimate of how long our... Our preaching will go, and you should just add some time to that. However long we say it's going to be, it's going to be longer. Um, I have a feeling this one's going to be short, so, um, you know, 20 minutes or so, so you can understand it's going to be 30 minutes (laughs) to get through the whole thing. So, um, Revelation 10, uh, we just ask the Lord to bless the reading and study of his word. Um, Revelation 10, And I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven, clothed with the cloud, and a rainbow was upon his head, and his face was as it were the sun, and his feet as pillars of fire, and he had in his hand a little book open, and he set his right foot upon the sea, and his left foot upon the earth, and cried with a loud voice as when a lion roareth, and when he cried, when he had cried, seven thunders uttered their voices. And when the seven thunders had uttered their voices, I was about to write, and I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Seal up those things which the seven thunders uttered, and write them not. Now what I want to do from reading this portion of Scripture, I want to connect this, the uttering of the seven thunders, back to Daniel. Okay? So when we can can rightly see this, you know, there's people that say, you know, the seven thunders weren't revealed in Brother Branham's ministry, and they're going to be something that's coming off in the future. Um, there'll be seven men that go around the world and preach this rapturing faith message of the seven thunders. And so that the seven thunders utter their voices, so it has to be seven men that do it, is what they're, what they're telling. And so it's yet future. But I want to tell you that the seven thunders uttering their voices is directly connected to the opening of the seven seals. So, seven seals are open. You know, uh, we see Revelation 6, six seals are open. Then Revelation 8, 1, seven seals open. There's silence in heaven. Brother Branham connects this to being a mystery, something that's not known, that's going to be revealed. And then he points us to Revelation 10 as the fulfillment of that. Revelation 10, the whole chapter. So we have the mighty angel coming down with the open book. So the very presence of Almighty God is coming down with an open book in um, angelic form. When he, when he cries, seven thunders utter their voices. So 
when the mighty angel cries out, it's not just screaming something, it's like a town crier. He's communicating a message. So the mighty angel comes down. What is an angel? It's a messenger. It can either be a supernatural messenger or a human messenger. In this case, we understand coming down from heaven, it's a supernatural messenger, and he's crying out. So what is he doing? He has a message to communicate with the people on earth. So he cries out, he, he preaches his message, and when he does that, seven thunders utter their voices. So when the seven thunders utter their voices, what is it? What are they doing? It's connected to what was spoken by the mighty angel. And what the mighty angel has spoken is connected to the open book. So those seven seals are broken open. Now the book is open. The mysteries can be revealed. The mighty angel speaks it out, and it's through the means of the seven thunders that this message is communicated. Okay? And so in, in Daniel chapter 12, we'll turn there, we find that it's in the end time that there's going to be something revealed. The mysteries of redemption are going to be revealed. So Daniel chapter 12, I'm getting there. Verse 4, But thou, O Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book even to the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. Then I, Daniel, looked, and behold, there stood other two, the one on this side of the bank of the river and the other on that side of the bank of the river. And one said to the man clothed in linen, which was upon the waters of the river, How long shall it be to the end of these wonders? And I heard the man clothed in linen, which was upon the waters of the river, when he held up his right hand and his left hand unto heaven, and swear by him that liveth forever and ever that it shall be for a time, times and in half, and when he shall have accomplished to scatter the power of the holy people, all these things shall be finished. And I heard, but I understood not. Then said I, O my Lord, what shall be the end of these things? And he said, Go thy way, Daniel, for the words are closed up and sealed till the time of the end. Many shall be purified and made white and tried, but the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall understand. So it's the wise at the end time that will understand. So when we're looking at this verse, we're looking at this scripture, uh, we, we see that there's going to be a people on the earth that understand the hidden mysteries that were in the book that was sealed to Daniel. And it's going to be at the end time. So the means of communicating this sealed book are spoken of and shown in Revelation chapter 10, 1 through 7. The mighty angel comes down, cries with a loud voice. When he does, seven thunders out of their voices. John was about to write it down, and he was forbidden. Don't write it, seal it up. So again, the, what the seven thunders were sp spoke were sealed up in the days of John the Revelator, as we call him, the Apostle John. So they were sealed up. This connects it to Daniel chapter 12. God is trying to point that out by saying it's, it's sealed to Daniel. Now it's sealed to us. John knew it, but he was forbidden to write about it, and he didn't write about it anywhere. So essentially, then it's sealed to us again. And so God is saying when, when it comes, though, when it's revealed in the end time, it's going to come in this means through seven thunders. Seven angels met William Branham in the wilderness. When they came, a loud thunder came forth, and they spoke to him and met him when he went back to Jeffersonville, one by one, revealing 
the seven seals. So uh, we, we see this. This is God's means of revealing. It was sealed to a prophet in Daniel's day. It was sealed to a prophet or an apostle in John's day. And now it's going to be revealed. It has been revealed in the end time to a prophet. And the prophet is the means of communicating it to the world. That's always God's program. That's always God, how God deals. He doesn't deal with counsels of men. He doesn't reveal his word through counsels of men. He reveals it through a prophet to the people. So the wise will understand because it's revealed through a prophet. The seven thunders can't be yet future. When here we have the seven thunders are the means of communicating the open word to the seventh church age messenger. And it's Revelation 10, 7, but in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he shall begin to sound, the mystery of God should be finished as he hath declared to his servants, the prophets, that which was hidden to Daniel. That's which John was forbidden to write. The seventh church age messenger reveals or makes known. All right. So when we see these things, we realize that it, it is through the seven thunders that the mysteries of all the ages are revealed, okay? And so if we're going to say uh, uh, that it's yet future, then we have to say that the seventh church age messenger is yet future as well. But the reality is that it's already been revealed. And so we, this is what Brother Branham told us as well. So, I mean, if, if we're going to take the seven thunders, put it yet, fu yet future, or put it off on some other thing, we're, we're, we're mistaken. Brother Branham has asked this question. This is in 1964, a uh, year and five months after the seals were preached. Have the seven thunders, which equals seven mysteries, already been revealed? Were they revealed in the seven seals, but are yet, but yet not known to us as the thunders yet? Answer, Brother Branham says, no, they were revealed in the seven seals. That's what the thunders was about. So what was the thunders about? The seven seals. They was to reveal the seven thunders that had uttered their voices and no one could make out what it was. John knew what it was, but he was forbidden to write it. He said, but the seventh angel in the days of his sounding, the seven mysteries of the seven thunders would be revealed. Let's repeat that again. But the seventh angel... In the days of his sounding, the seven mysteries of the seven thunders would be revealed. And the seventh angel is the messenger of the seventh church age. See? Do you see it? <laughs> is it clear to you? Or is it something that's yet future uh, in your mind? Well, I, if we believe what the prophet spoke and what God revealed to him and the plain meaning of Scripture here, in Revelation 10, we believe that it's already been revealed. It's already been made known. And it's the seven thunders, mysteries, which brings rapturing faith. And Brother Branham, in the Church Ages book, even tells us that it's the seven thunders, mystery, which brings restoration back to the original faith. In the sermon, uh, uh, Is It the Sign of the Answer, as Brother Branham reads, uh, I think it's 20-some different mysteries that are to be revealed. These are the things that bring restoration back to the original faith. So it's those things that they probed at through the ages that they never could understand quite exactly, 
but that are revealed through the seventh church age messenger finishing the mystery of God, which was hidden to Daniel and which John was told he could not write. So the seals covered the book. We said this last time. The seals were the covering of this book that contained the mysteries. The thunders reveal the contents to the prophet. So the seven thunders uttered the mystery truths which the seven seals hid and kept hidden. Okay? So the mysteries are revealed. Let's talk about that order again. You know, the mighty angel descends with an open book and utters his voice. Seven thunders utter the mysteries in heaven. Seventh angel reveals them on earth. Okay? So the mysteries revealed. I want to read this quote from, is, is it the sign of the answers? All right. The seventh angel of Revelation 10 in, is the seventh church age messenger. See now and watch. And in the days, now watch here, but in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he shall begin to sound, the mystery of God should be finished. Now sounding forth this messenger Seventh angel here is sounding forth his message to the Laodicean church age. Notice that his type of message. Now it wasn't to the first angel, wasn't second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth. But it's the seventh angel that had this type of message. What was it? Notice his type of message. Finishing all the mysteries of God that are written in the book. Seventh angel is winding up all the mysteries that's laying loose-ended all out through these organizations and denominations. The seventh angel gathers them up and finishes the entire mystery. That's what the Bible says. Finish the mystery of the written book. So again, it's not a new revelations, but it's, our, it's what's contained in the book itself. All right. Uh, now let's note a few of these mysteries, and if you want to write them down, first I'll take what Schofield says here in Matthew 13. If you'd like to write some, write it down. If you haven't got the Schofield Bible, you might read what he thinks uh, some of the mysteries are. Now in the 11th verse, he answered and said unto them, because it's given to you, his disciples, because it's given to you, know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but not to them. To them it is not given. The mysteries here is, is, here is the mystery. A mystery in scripture is a previously hidden truth, now divinely revealed, but which is a but which a supernatural element still remains despite the revelation. <clears throat> the great, greater mysteries and the great mysteries are the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, uh, Israel's, the mystery of Israel's blindness, the mystery of the translation of living saints, the New Testament church, one body made up of Jews and Gentiles, the bride of Christ, the mystery of the bride in Ephesians 5, the live mystery of the living Christ manifested, Galatians 2.20, Hebrews 13.8. The mystery of God, even Christ, Colossians 2.1-3. And the process which godliness is restored to man, 1 Timothy 3.16. The mystery of iniquity, the mystery of the seven stars, uh, the mystery of seven trumpets calling Israel to repentance, uh, the nature of the millennium and the new earth, mystery Babylon, Serpent seed, doctrines of grace, no eternal hell, baptism of the Holy Spirit, not evidence of speaking in tongues, but the person of Christ living in you, doing his works, mystery of water baptism, pillar of fire returning to this church. I can add to this 
who is this Melchizedek, marriage and divorce, adoption, all these things being revealed by the seventh church age messenger. Okay, so we look at this again. Uh, we see the mighty angel descending with an open book. He cries with a loud voice. Well, what is he crying? If he's coming with an open book. What is he crying out? It's obvious it's connected to the open book. And then as soon as he cries, it says, When he cries, when he had cried, seven thunders utter their voices. So now when he cries out, seven thunders know it's time to utter our voices. So the question I have, has the mighty angel descended in Revelation 10? Brother Branham says that when the seventh church age messenger is on earth, the mighty angel descends. So the seventh, seventh church age messenger was on earth at the time he was speaking. So it means the mighty angel came down. So if the mighty angel came down, he uttered his voice. If the mighty angel came down and uttered his voice, seven thunders uttered their voices. We can't have the mighty angel coming down, the, the church age messenger preaching his message, and then years later... The seven thunders utter their voices. That's not how it comes. Mighty angel comes down, cries with a loud voice. When he cries, when he had cried, seven thunders had uttered their voices. So he comes down and cries with the open book. Seven thunders utter their voices at that time. So we don't have mighty angel comes down, seventh church age messenger reveals his message. Then after that, the seven thunders utter their voices. So the order of events is significant in Revelation 10. So I know in, in the book of Revelation there's things that happen out of order, but when the, the, these events are all attached together, you know, Revelation 10 is attached together. Mighty angel comes down with an open book. He cries. Seven thunders are other voices. Seventh church age messenger finishes the mystery. And then after that, the little book is given to John. John representing the church, the bride. The bride takes that book and eats it and has to prophesy again. But... The book has to be revealed first. And the book is revealed as the mighty angel cries, seven thunders utter their voices, and then that is the means of revealing the truth to the seventh church age messenger. Now the seventh church age messenger preaches it to the wise, and the wise will understand and be purified and made white out of that revelation. And then out of that revelation, now she goes and prophesies again uh, amongst the nations. Okay? So, again, rapturing faith. Do you believe that rapturing faith was laid forth in the sermons of Brother Branham? If that's the case, you know, things like, who is this Melchizedek? Um, things like uh, um, the marriage and divorce. Things like uh, uh, it is the rising of the sun. Uh, God's only provided place of worship. Things that are to be... All these messages, Christ is the mystery of God revealed. All these messages were to bring rapturing faith. Brother Branham in 1962 tells us that uh, she's laying in the messages, that we're laying in the messages, we're setting the, the, the tone, laying the foundation to, for this message to come to its climax and produce rapturing faith. So the message of the hour is to produce rapturing faith. You say, well... If we had rapturing faith, we'd be raptured. You grow in, just like anything else, we're transformed by the renewing of our mind. The power of transformation is a process. So we have to lay in the presence of the sun to ripen. We have to 
ripen into mature rapturing faith. Okay? So, and it's through the seven thunder mysteries revealed that we ripen into rapturing faith. And it is the message that reveals what the seven thunders have uttered and spoken, the revealing the mysteries of God. So, we praise the Lord. We thank the Lord for the reality of this message and what is revealed to us. Have you heard what the seven thunders have spoken? If so, you're a candidate for the rapture. You're going through this process of hearing and growing into rapturing faith. If your name is written in the book of life, the seven thunders mystery will surely be revealed to you. And when you hear that seven thunder mystery, you actually are hearing that your name, you're listening to your name being called. Have you heard your name being called? From the book of life? The Lamb's book of life, I should say? Are you listening for your name? Because when, when you hear that revelation of the mysteries of the seven thunders, you're going to hear your name being called. That's for me. I'm in that. That's the word that's been given to me. That's the one to make me the bride of Christ. That's one to shape me and prepare me for the rapture. So we look at this whole picture. All right, I'm going to bring to a conclusion. I think we're about 20 minutes now. So I'm close. <laughs> I'm close to my estimation. You know, uh, forgive me. <laughs> Those of you listening, you know, you want to hold me accountable to the time that I say, Brother, Brother Russ especially. Uh, God bless you if you're listening in. Um, so, the mystery, how did it come to, to Brother Branham? How, did it, how, how, how was it revealed? How, how was it manifested uh, in his life, the, the, the seven thunders? Well, we understand that the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. And so, it was the Lord coming down. We see that picture of that cloud. You turn it to the right. He says, that's our Lord up there. That's his revelation. That's the, that's, the, that's the judge with a white wig coming down to reveal himself. So what was that that was created by them? Seven angels. They, it thundered when they came. Them thund those seven angels brought the revelation to the prophet. In the Bible, it's the seven thunders that bring the re revelation to the seventh church age messenger. So the seven thunders were revealed by those seven angels. Even Brother Branham says, could that be, when he's prophesying about it, he said, could them seven angels meeting me there, could that be them seven thunders? And after it's revealed, he connects those seven angels to the seven thunders. So the mighty angel comes down. That's Christ. That's our Lord up there revealing himself, manifesting himself, calling out a bride. Uh, of course, that's just a that's that's a cloud, showing uh, uh, what is that his presence is with us. You know, it, it's a cloud created by them seven angels, as they were coming down to meet the prophet. Seven days later, they met him. Seven or eight days later, they met him, and brought the revelation to the prophet. Those seven angels, and it was his message was manifesting. 
the presence of God. He said the fullness of the Godhead was now in the bride. What is the church according in the book of Ephesians? The fullness of him that filleth all in all. So now Christ is here in a way that he wasn't through all the rest of the church ages manifesting his presence. And through the seven angels, he revealed those seven mysteries to the prophet so that we could obtain a rapturing faith. Have you heard your name called? Amen. I heard my name called. So we're going to bring this to our conclusion now on the seven thunders. As we continue on, Lord being willing, the next subject we'll be going through is the revelation of the Son of Man uh, from Luke 17, 30, and also from Matthew 24. We want to show that clearly according to the scriptures. Let's close with a word of prayer. Father, if there's any sick and afflicted listening to this, Lord, May they just reach out and touch you. May they make contact with you, Lord. Uh, the people listening, if they're sick, if they're, if, they're, if they're hurting, Lord, would you just reach out and heal their bodies, heal their hearts, heal their minds. Father, lead and direct them in their life. Cleanse their lives. Give them rapturing faith. Lord, it's laying in the messages. May it become a revelation to them, to their hearts. May it not be something, oh God, that is just a, a theology, a dead theology, but maybe it, it be a living Holy Ghost revelation in their lives now. And, and, and just quicken that to them, and as it's quickened to them, may their body, their minds, their hearts be healed, Father. We ask, Lord, that as we go forward, that your Spirit would lead us and direct us, that you would reach forth your hand and do the mighty supernatural things that you promised to do, Lord. The apostolic age didn't cease with William Branham. You're the same Jesus Christ today. Stretch forth your hand and prove your word by mighty signs and wonders, vindicating the revelation and the manifest presence of Jesus Christ in the bride of Christ in this hour. We give you glory in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you all for listening in. God richly bless you.